Five, four, three, two, one. We're in the pipe. Five by five. This is the Five on Film podcast. Hello and welcome to Five on Film, the podcast where we try and break down the top five in the world of film. I'm your host, Paul Cree, and this week, joining us are John. Hello. And we actually have three guests this week. We have returning guest, Amelia. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, and first time guests, Ali. Yes. Hello, my friends. He's here. And Dan. Welcome, Dan. All right, guys. Nice one. Um, before we introduce the topic, um, this is how the show works. We're going to start off by nomination, then eliminating, and ranking to try and get this week's top five. Each of us will nominate a film, and if we get three yeses on that nomination, then it will go through to our initial list. Once we have seven films, hopefully we'll make it seven films that we all agree on, we're going to eliminate two, leaving us with our top five for this week, and then we're going to rank those five films. Um, bit of housekeeping before we start. We're now on YouTube. Hopefully you're either watching or listening to us, because otherwise, how would you be listening to us? Yeah. Um, so um, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that, hit that subscribe button. Um, hit a like on this video. Share it on social media. Uh, it all helps us out. And if you're listening to us on the podcast feed, um, we're on YouTube. Come find us there. Um, and our podcast feed is Five on Film Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. So if you're watching us on YouTube, come and find us on the go if you need to. Um, this week, Dan, one of our guests, has picked our topic. And Dan, what are we doing this week? Right. Uh, so this week, seeing as it's October, uh, I thought Spooky Vibes was a great... Uh, was a great topic to go with uh, i'm not a huge like horror um connoisseur like i i always thought i was more into horror than i actually am like being a metal fan i thought like you know i i've watched a, a lot of horror and actually uh listening to your uh, got your um haunted house episode i've i've missed out on so many films uh, and i realized actually the films that i like are more like yeah spooky vibes uh you know bit not all out gore cool. just uh borderline family friendly kind of kind of stuff Excellent, excellent. Well, we're going to try and break down the top five spooky vibed films. Uh, it's uh, this episode is coming out on Halloween, so anybody thinking of a, a spooky film for this evening, um, hopefully, we'll give you at least five to pick from. Um, so, Dan, what is your first nomination? What do you think is the first film that deserves to be on this list? Well, they're, they're creepy and kooky, mysterious and spooky. <laughs> it's got to be the Adams Family. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's dark and macabre without actually uh, being too scary. It's really funny. Um, it's got, like, the whole gothic vibe going on, but it's, I, I think it's quite authentic. You know, it doesn't feel too forced or contrived. Um, I rewatched it recently and, like, totally forgot about the opening scene. It starts with Christmas music, uh, and I was like, oh, crap have i chosen like a um you know like a borderline uh, christmas film um and then uh realized very quickly actually it's like almost almost like a like an fu to the kind of the early christmas worshippers you know the uh, the august um christmas song listeners uh, and it's like hang on not yet we've got halloween first 
because the Adams family are waiting on top of the roof of their house, ready to pour boiling water on the carol singers outside the house. <laughs> and uh, that's how the film starts. <laughs> Sets the tone for the rest of it. Um, it's perfectly cast. Uh, um, I, yeah, I just think they've nailed it with the casting. Christina Ricci's uh, in three of my films uh, that, I've, that I've got on my top five list. So, uh, um, yeah, she's almost like the queen of Halloween, really. And uh, um, one bit of trivia, actually, that I found out was um, that Thing, which is iconic, you know, the spider hand, um, actually used to be like a large creature lurking in the background um, in the in the old comic strips that it was based off of. Um, and actually the movie has uh, turned it into the hand, uh, the severed hand that runs around. And, um, you know, that, that character is iconic, really. Um, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's I think it's great. And I think it's perfect kind of. Uh, almost, uh, you know, family appropriate uh, Halloween vibe. Indeed, indeed. So we're talking about the uh, the first version of this movie because it's now been turned into an animated feature in the past couple yeah. of years. Um, so, John, I'm coming. I'm coming to you first. Does the Adams family deserve to be on this list? Uh, the quick answer is yes, because um, <laughs> I, I've I've been watching this. I've been watching the Adams family since it was a night since uh, the reruns in the 80s, where Thing actually was an arm that reached out of a box on the table or behind the chair and things like that. And the, uh, the, is it the, t- the lion rug, which everyone keeps tripping over and roars at them. Just interesting fact about that, the set for that was actually pink. The, that, um, in the original series. The Barry Sonnenfeld update um, with Raul Julia and uh, Angelica Houston, very well cast, very different feel. Goes from the much darker gothic, um, twisted vibe. Um, it it hits the it hits a perfect tone. And Wednesday Adams is uh, um, excellent, excellent. Even Pugsley with his uh, cheer, cheery Mister uh, cheery demeanor, not misdemeanor. Cheery demeanor as he's uh, walking around the house, walking into the next trap or on purpose, or um, being set up to have his head chopped off by uh, in the guillotine. Yeah, no, I'd, yeah, this is this is perfect. Um, so slightly older kids, my 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 girls have seen it; they love it. Um, they actually like the uh, new animated one. We went to see that um, when that first came out, and of course the uh, second animated one is out as we speak. So um, yeah. that's uh, yeah. It, it's definitely a legacy, and it's definitely something that um, should be on our list. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to agree as well. I, uh, so it's got oh, three no points. Point so it's it on the mate. list. Yes. Then that is the first one for for the list. There's no point in asking. So it's got three votes. It's got three votes. Oh, Ali's on. on. He's had enough. I think it's a wicked I think it's a wicked I'll give <laughs> well, it doesn't matter now. <laughs> uh, well, 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 I'll be round to you Ali, in a second. I, 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 it's, it's only because I'm literally going alphabetically, Ali. A, so that's why a. I came next. How does it get alphabetical? Hang on, A and then B, A. Because I started at D. Because Dan picked the topic, so I started at D. So now I've got to go to John. He just doesn't then... like people with the name A, <laughs> okay. Ali. That's it. Yeah. Start with A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next person will be you, Ali. Ali's just not. <laughs> Ali's just not used to coming second in anything. He's always first at everything. That's why he's yeah, yeah, no, the name. You do know. You do know. I'm not cutting this. 
<laughs> so um I I, th- I I think Christopher Lloyd is uh, is mm. excellent oh, in this Lloyd. as well. I think that it, we, we, it is the one cast member that we missed there. Oh, it's been but phenomenal. Lloyd as uh, he's just amazing and um his turn in the second movie as well is brilliant, but in this first movie I th- I think he I think he he's awesome. He doesn't steal it cuz Raul Julia and Angelica Houston are pitch perfect. Um I don't think they could have cast it better. My girls have seen this version. My girls are eight and six, and they love this version. They've watched the updated version um, of the animated feature. I think it's just a timeless, like, tale of this spooky, kooky family. Um, and yeah, I, I love it. I I remember watching this film at the cinema. Um, so yeah, it, it's a yes from me. Ali, I, I what do wouldn't you think? have. I wouldn't have. I think it's a wicked film, but I think. No. I've got some films which are stronger, which deserve to be on there a bit more. But oh, for shame, Ali, that's not enthusiastic. It is enthusiastic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've okay. got a top right. five, which I believe is stronger. But, but <laughs> it's on there now, ain't it? So, <laughs> yeah, it's there. It's there. It's there. It might get it might get voted off. Oh, we can end. knock it, it off because we're going to go to oh, seven. Right. So it, 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 Dad, <laughs> yeah, you can knock it off at the end. So you're all right. You're all right. You're all right. Amelia, would would you have said yes to the Adams family? So are we saying yes to the first or the second instalment, or are we taking them as both? Because I think that's no. I, 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 we could, but someone else might might nominate values. Well, so would have you said yes to the first Adams family? I think I would have said yes, definitely. But there might be yeah. another instalment okay. that I may have be about to mention later on in the um, program. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Okay, okay. Right. So Adams family has made this initial list. I'm going to John next. Ali, just because he absolutely comes up, <laughs> Dan. Uh, so, John, <laughs> uh, what film do you think should be nominated next, John? Um, yeah, this is a nostalgia trip, uh, taking me back to my seventh birthday. This was the first time I ever had to queue round the block for a film. Seven years old, me and uh a group of my friends and my mum and dad all went to see this one when we got in there there wasn't enough seats for us all to sit together i ended up sitting up in the gods basically right at the back this one is classed as a comedy but then it just creeps it's just got some excellent scary moments it's really good at building the atmosphere um basically who are you going to call it's got to be the Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters! <laughs> that was so lame. Wicked film. So uh, I'll, I'll fix it in the edit. Um, yeah, Ghostbusters. Um, it, start, it starts off as something... It starts off as an old woman putting books in bookshelves and then all of a sudden things start floating behind her. Now, that just starts with, it just starts creepy in its first five minutes. And she's just walking around, putting books on shelves and things like that. And then all of it, then she starts, then the cards start flipping out of the drawers. And she runs around the corner and all of a sudden there's big bright light and ah! And straight in. And then it's Peter Venkman torturing students, uh, doing ESP tests. 
uh, it's play, played for laughs. It's, this, the the poor kid getting electro electric shocked even when he's getting the getting the cards right and his gum just dropping out of his mouth. Uh, uh, picking it up and putting it back in. And uh, obviously, he's also taking. Uh, Pia Vaintman's also trying to hit on the uh, on the female student who's also the pretty female student who's also d doing the test and not electrocuting her. Um, all, all of a all, all of a sudden, Ray storms in. He blows the mood, blows everything out of the water, and just starts grabbing Kit. Really excited. I and it's just. It's just a great. It's got some great scares. It's got great atmosphere building. It's got. Uh, I mean, the guy in the um, taxi cab. He gets in the taxi cab, and the driver. To, he goes, uh, to, take, take, step on it, and the guy. It's kind of this furry, desiccated, skeleton-type thing, but it's real. I mean, apart from. The light light effects in it most of the stuff in that film is physical for the floating books and the cards flying out of rolodexes um and um, destroy destroying uh, food trolleys and things like that a lot of it is actually um <laughs> covering everybody in marshmallow it's all it it's all a product of its time but it really works now some having rewatched it some some of it isn't uh it's not as child friendly as you might think um especially when uh ray starts having a uh close sexual encounter about halfway through the montage of them catching ghosts yeah, i was gonna say i forgot about that uh bit. and the ghost starts getting rather frisky with his trousers um or um where they start taking taking the mickey out of um what uh william atherton's character um for um having no penis um it's what so the la the this man has no dick yeah this man it's true this man has no dick um and which man which one yeah the well, guy the guy who let all the ghosts out of the um the chamber yeah um well yeah, yeah basically con the con ed guy shuts <laughs> down the protection grid and they all escape yeah um, the other, the other one being this, the side characters <laughs> you're, you're are brilliant as well. It very well, John. <laughs> yeah, but the side characters as well. You have got Rick Moranis as the guy across the hall, who's a complete oh, not a dweeb of, of an accountant, oh, yeah. and yet he's ha he's having a <laughs> raging party. And then you've got um, uh, Janine, uh, yeah. and she is amazing on her own. And just she's she's so she's excellent. And even Winston, who isn't actually in it. He doesn't really hit his stride in this one, but he's there, and you, you, he's he's kind of he's written enough to be a good character. Everybody is kind; of, it all kind of works and gels, and you can see why any attempt after has kind of not worked. So, but no, I go, I'm Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters yeah. should be on this list. It, it should be, and yes, I'm going to wholeheartedly agree. Uh, this is uh, uh, so sorry, John. This was made the year that I was born. Um, so, um, but get out. I, much like you, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, sorry. Um, but I, I, much like you, remember vividly going to the cinema to see Ghostbusters 2 when I was five years yeah. old in 1989. 
and that was the first film I can remember ever going to see at the cinema. Either ever. I then, I then went 2. to go see Ghostbusters two with my mates when that came out. So that was my yes. birthday as well. Um, so, uh, so I can vividly remember going to see Ghostbusters two, which means that. I was less than five years old and I'd seen the first Ghostbusters. Yes. Um, so so <laughs> probably not appropriate, but I loved it. Um, I think the, the first film is is an absolute classic. Um, the three Ghostbusters themselves, um, Ray, Egon and Finkman, um, they're perfect. Sigourney Weaver, um, Rick Moranis, everybody puts in a brilliant performance. Um, and like, this film was, was made like in 11 months or something crazy like that from yeah. pitch to screen um it, what they managed to achieve in such a short amount of time and make this absolutely classic film um most of it shot in los angeles because that's the only way they could do it and but it felt like new york um so yeah i think uh, i think they did an outstanding job and it's i mean you can tell now uh, the ghostbusters 2 although i have fond memories of Ghostbusters 2 from seeing it as like the first film I went to the cinema to see. It's not the first movie. Um, the film that they released a few years ago I thought was one of the worst films that was released the year that it came out. But that being said, I'm looking forward to seeing Ghostbusters Afterlife, which will be coming out shortly after mm. after this podcast is yeah, released. Very soon. So they're re- returning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited about that. So that's two votes. Ali... Is it going to go on the list? Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's on there my list. There we go. I love it. I love it. It is a wicked film. It's a wicked film. And like, as you said, like all the characters. I'm a massive uh, Bill Murray fan, and um, Rick Moranis is amazing as well. Everyone's amazing. And I actually went. Well, so it wasn't last November because I would have been locked down the November before. I, I went to like some of because I went to New York, but the original fire station. Do you know like the exterior? Yeah. yeah I forgot yeah, yeah, the yeah. name of it. It's called Hook and. Hook and Ladder. But that's in Brooklyn. We went to Brooklyn. Hook and Ladder. We went yeah. there and I've got some like photos in front of it. I love it. Um, I saw Ghostbusters 2 in the cinema as well. Um, but what year did Ghostbusters 2 come out? What year was that? I can't, I'm trying 89. Ghostbusters was 84 and 89 yeah. was Ghostbusters 2. So I would have been 10. Probably, yeah. But yeah, definitely yeah. on my yeah. list. So I'm like, I put one and Love two. It. The second one, that picture in the second one, so <laughs> freaky, that guy. Oh, yeah. That paint is so... <laughs> that freaked me out loads. I remember seeing that in the cinema. That was freaky. But oh, I was freaked out. Definitely. I was five and years it, old the, and I was freaked. Yeah, and I found... In the first one, what I found really scary was, do you know those two dog statues when they're chasing yes. Rick Moranis? And then they, like, yes. hunt him down. And that's like... <laughs> Ugh! And even the fridge, when they go inside the fridge and they've got the whole... <laughs> Actually, the, the, fridge? Zool or the scariest, yeah, Zool. The scariest part of that film for me is when Sigourney yeah, Weaver's is... talking to her mum on the phone and then the hands come out yeah, of the chair and, hold, and basically hold her in the yeah, chair and then drag really her into the kitchen. Well. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. gave me a few nightmares as a kid. <laughs> yeah, but it's proper... Where? Yeah, but... But it's like what you said, John, it's, it's, it's a comedy, but it's got the scary elements in it. It's a classic film. And it's probably got one of the best cars in film, the Ecto-1. For Batmobile, you've got the DeLorean, you've got the Ecto-1, but it's an amazing car as well. But um, iconic, but it's definitely on my list, 100%. Nice one. 
It has made the list. Amelia, what have you said yes to Ghostbusters? Oh yeah, of course. It's an I- iconic film. It's one of those, for me being slightly younger, it's the Saturday afternoon film. So I've watched Ghostbusters many times, but probably not all the way through because I fell asleep at some point. You know, like there's a nice film that you know what's going to happen. You can fall asleep, you know, but I think I've always just fallen asleep at different times. So I've probably never seen Ghostbusters in its entirety in one go so maybe i need to go back and watch again and stay awake this time but yes it should be definitely on the list nice one and dan 100 percent. yeah yes. it's it's an incredible film i can't 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 talk what ali said but yeah brilliant I'm, i've been to new york a couple of times never been to the set unfortunately Excellent. but um yeah it's, it's definitely it's also one of those soundtracks that you just seem to it seems to lodge as well. I mean, you actually listen back to it now. It's not that it doesn't seem that good, but actually in situ in the film, uh, it, it's it works. It it it's per. It just I feel like it's of, it, of an era as well right where, where soundtrack was yeah. like really paid attention to. And that's why like that. If, um, I don't know. I feel like Dan Aykroyd movies always seem to have yeah. um, kind of quite good soundtrack. Even this, even the bit with the um, they're going across the car and you're saying um, Winston. Um, isn't like fully formed as a character really in this in this one but they're on the bridge um mm. sort of having their chat and he's sort of saying about you know it's the end of days you know it's, um he's obviously a very religious um guy and then uh dan aqua is just like um yeah. coming exactly the line but he's like um probably time to put some music on and then the soundtrack kicks in and it's just and i think it's a montage after that it's awesome yeah and then they do the big yeah. pull oh, yeah. out from the, yeah. uh, over the um, out from the bridge yeah i'm a real sucker for shot. like new york and you can like, see and yeah. see the car. shots yeah. and stuff yeah. so yeah, yeah. I, love, I love that love that bit yeah because the car in itself is a character right so then you get to see that but, but, like, as it's yeah. going through the city well it new york is a it is just a key feature and i think the car shows shows the city off as well it is uh yeah yeah it is it is one that definitely deserves to be on there and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm now coming to me. Um, so we've got two films. I'm going to try and make a third, and I'm uh, I'm going to go a little bit off the wall. Um, and uh, uh, there was two movies where Puppet Master Frank Oz um, popped into my head for this list. Empire Strikes Back. And um, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I I'm going to go with. A movie that was written and starring David Bowie and one of my childhood crushes, <laughs> Miss Jennifer Connelly. Um, I absolutely love The Labyrinth and have done for many a year. Um, I think this film has a number of scares in it, considering it is a film that is rated U. Um, it is, it's got some very freaky creatures, uh, goblins, gremlins, um, that there, there is a storming of a castle scene and you, you just don't, like, I, for me as a kid, I was scared by that. I, I, there was, there was bits of, there was bits of this storming of the castle that I was scared of. There's a scene, Jennifer Connelly's character, um, ends up in a labyrinth looking for her very annoying little step uh, little step brother half brother baby brother no um because uh, she wants him to be taken away baby brother yeah is it just his baby brother yeah yeah you're right um yeah <laughs> but she hates him um and um uh, she wants him gone and she wants the goblin king to take him away um and the goblin king does and she's got 
just 13 hours to save him uh, before he becomes one of the goblins. Um, and she has to battle through the labyrinth. Um, and I can vividly remember absolutely loving the song Magic Dance when that pops up and we're throwing a baby around. Um, <laughs> and then also being... At, literally, he throws that baby up in the air a lot of times during that song. Um, and... <laughs> And I also can remember being scared as as Jennifer Connelly picks a door that she wants to walk through and walks through this door when she works out that this is the correct door because one person always lies and one person always tells the truth. And as she walks through this door, she just drops and falls. And there's a load of hands that just grab her. And these hands... They're just hands, but they're freaky as, and uh, you you just don't know where you're going to be dropping and where you're going to be going to. Um, and she meets Hoggle, and she all sorts of stuff. I I, I just think the, the movie is Ludo, <laughs> and just I remember the bog of eternal stench, and just thinking that I would never ever want to visit the bog of eternal stench. Um, yeah, I I think. I think this movie, I've introduced this movie to my girls and my girls would absolutely love it as well. Um, I think that although it's definitely, it, it, it's definitely family friendly, there, there, there are moments in this that, that as a kid I was freaked out, but I still loved it. Um, so that's my slightly off the wall pick for this uh, Spooky Vibes. Um, so Ali, yep. what do you think of The Labyrinth? Nah. Yes? Nah, nah. Uh, it's too, I really like weird and I really like crazy, but this is just a bit too, a bit too weird and a bit too, there's something about it I don't like. Maybe it's the look of it or, do you know when there's something you just don't like, like about a film, whatever it might be, the style of it or, and I've only seen it once, so it's not a fair judge, you know, I can't, and I can remember it vaguely, so it might not be a fair you know, choice to say no, but from what, from what I remember of it, I don't, I don't really like it. So, uh, okay. Uh, uh, there's better films on the list. Okay. There's better okay. films on the no, list, so it's got to be a no. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Amelia, the labyrinth. So again, I only watched it once as an adult, and talking about Hoggle, who is amazing apparently he had 18 motors in his face and he was operated by four people and there was actually an actress having to operate hoggle in inside and he got lost in transit and he's now on display in the unclaimed baggage center in alabama so you can still go and hopefully <laughs> that like, i feel like i saw a picture <laughs> oh. but i'm still gonna say I'm... no <laughs> <laughs> I will Google it and I will find this picture, but I'm, I'm going to say no just because I watched it as an adult, but I do love Hoggle, the character, and I enjoyed it. I just prefer other films more. So sorry, Paul. I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like I have a lot of nostalgia vibes for this film. Yeah. Um, so, Dan, can, can you keep this film alive or it, not? It, it, like, almost made my list, and the reason it didn't is because I wasn't sure if it quite fit the quota, but there's no way I can say no to Labyrinth. There's just no way. It, it's, a, it's a film of my childhood as well. I grew up with, um, uh, my parents were massive David Bowie fans. Um, I was in my mum's tummy when she went to go see him. So there was always uh, a film that was on at home. And um, yeah, it's just it's, it's just a brilliant film, I think. I, uh, I've got so much um, fond memories of it. And 
yeah, it's dark as well. Like the, you were saying with the the, um, the scene where they drop through the she drops through that cave with, and she's yeah. caught by the hands, and up or down. And I still, as a kid, would try and figure yeah. out how to do the the faces and stuff that the hands would do. Obviously, yeah, the faces of the hands. Yeah, it's incredible. Made, yeah. yeah, so yeah. for me, it's yeah, it's, <laughs> at least on the preliminary list, it's definitely got to be on there. Nice. And the, the other bit, bit was the moment where she ate the peach. Oh that, god, yeah. Uh, where and yeah, so that freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> So, John, you now have to decide the fate of the labyrinth as to whether it's going on this list or not. Because um, we have two yeses and two noes. Yeah, um, I, I have introduced my kids to this as well. Um, to be fair, it, it's kind of one that's always kind of been there, but I ha I've never actually kind of engaged with it properly. David Bowie is a great draw. Uh, appar apparently, he actually plays the step. He actually plays the dad. Oh, okay. Uh, at the beginning as well, I was I was this week this week old when I uh, found that out. Although that makes yeah. sense because like at the end, there's all the so, all the artifacts are kind of dotted around her room, and it's like little nods to things. It's one yeah. of those like I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a real yeah, like thing, oh, the, the, isn't you it? can see where like oh that inspired that like in her, it's obviously a like play on her imagination kind of thing. Yeah, but you you also got the bit where she where she goes oh the, oh the goblin king oh the goblins and the goblins in in the, in the cupboard just go just sitting there going well yeah what waking up and then going well all you had to say was goblin king I I, I wish you to take my brother away because yeah. <laughs> that's what you got to say <laughs> um, right now dance magic yeah dance <laughs> dance magic. <laughs> Dance magic is the standout of that. I mean, and she does look beautiful in that dress at the end. And a dog riding a dog is a horse. Um, and they do, it and makes no sense. But... A, f a fox. <laughs> is, that always, is it meant to be a fox? Uh, yeah, a fox riding yeah, a dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's a little, a little um, fox riding a dog. I, yeah. um, watching it again recently, the fire, the fire sprites section doesn't quite work. The CSO, yeah, you can see the joins. You can, you watch can. The special yeah. effects. It's got, it's, it's a nice fantasy, but I don't, I don't think it's kind of scary enough. Okay. So I think I'm, I'm going to say no for the labyrinth. Okay. All right. Well, we're still at two films. I did, I did find so, a picture Ali. of Hoddle in the museum. There you go. Oh, well, I don't know if anyone can see that. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's terrifying. I've, I've seen it before, it, and it's, it it's, 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 it's like decomposed. It's horrible. But if that's the picture you're looking at, <laughs> that's just my normal face. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ali. Well, I'm around to you. I know alphabetically you should have gone first, but yeah, yeah it's your well, turn. I actually didn't know this was a a Halloween kind of film. It has got a Halloween scene in it. And I'm sure it qualifies because it's on John's list. Do you know the IMD list? It's on the list. So I'm going to say it because not only yeah. is it a great film, but it's the best film ever made. And it's E.T. It's a wicked film. Um, and of course, it's got a Halloween scene in it because, you know, when he's in the, uh. when he's in the dressed up as a ghost. But this is a really weird thing. To me, I reckon... My earliest memory in the cinema, so I would have been four when this came out in the cinema. And I remember my parents, and this is my earliest memory as a child. All I remember is like, in the cinema, pitch black and just a red tummy. Do you know his red tummy? And that is my earliest memory as a child. Mm. 
And I don't know if that's something I've just completely made up, but that is a memory. I remember being in a really big room with like a red, like the glowing tummy, like running through the, the forest. But it's my favourite film of all time. It's a Wicked Family film. And mm. I introduced this to like my girls and my youngest one is Senna. I think she saw it, she's seven now, a couple of years ago, so she would have been five. And her reaction was exactly the same as, you know, uh, Drew uh, Barrymore. Um, <laughs> when she sees E.T. for the first time, her reaction, I just loved watching her face. Do you know when he's like, his hands come up and then he creeps up the stairs and when you see him for the first time. Her reaction was amazing. But it's a favourite film, it's an amazing Spielberg film. And I remember reading up about it, like Spielberg shot it in order. So the kids kind of, like Elliot and like the other kids, they kind of had a relationship with E.T. And then when he goes into hospital, like it was like their proper reactions. And if you watch um, Elliot's screen test video, it's incredible. Have you guys seen it? It's amazing. He proper breaks down yeah, in yeah, tears when they're taking E.T. away from him. Um, I think it's a great family film. It's not really emotional watching it. It's really emotional. It's it's and it's it's really funny. It's it's sad. It's got all the elements you want from a film. It's a great kids film. It's a great family film, and that is why it's got to be on the top five because Matt Hines killed E.T. in the other one, so we've got to bring him back to life. <laughs> we've got to bring, we've got to bring E.T. back to the top five. Okay, okay. Um, Amelia, how are you feeling about E.T.? In that case, I think it's got to be a definite yes, hasn't it? I mean, yes. I quite like this fun fact that apparently M&M's um, were originally going to be used to lure E.T. in the film, but M&M's didn't want their brand used in it, so that's why there's Reese's Pieces. And they really regretted their decision because Reese's Pieces skyrocketed in sales after the film. So that could have been a M&M's could have had a whole whole new business line there, but yeah, I think ET is a lovely film, and I de definitely should be on the list. Okay, doke, Dan, ET. Oh, it's a hard one. Um, it to me, it doesn't come it doesn't count as a as a Halloween film as such. But I've just said yes to Labyrinth, so. Yeah, <laughs> Labyrinth didn't make it. Labyrinth didn't make it. Yeah, I mean, to me, you're right. There is the Halloween scene in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because of the Halloween scene, I think, and um, obviously you see, in, like in that scene, you've got Yoda as well, um, which is yeah. why E.T. is in a Star Wars film. If you if you look really closely in Phantom Menace, yeah. Um, so there is that there is that scene. But I don't know if it's. Um, don't know if it's got enough of a Halloween feel to it. Um, I'd say yes. I'm going to say no. Does it have enough? Does it give you that spooky vibe or not? Yeah, I don't think it has spooky vibes. I'm going to say no. Halloween is it? No. So we got one no. So he's got spooky vibes. John, there's two votes. Are you going to give it a third? Well, et et. I had. I'm old enough to have had the t-shirt and the, the Panini sticker album and to remember sit sitting on the sofa, um, watching it on a, vi on a video. 
on a, on, on a top-loading video machine. Uh, and then wondering why the heck I was bawling my eyes out. Um, that's how old I was. Um, it, you know what? I'd, Spielberg is very, is very good at doing suspense, but I don't think it's spooky. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't give me the horror vibes. It gives, gives me the, it gives me the thrill, thriller vibes, thriller vibes. it's not really, yes. uh, it, it's, it's not like it. <laughs> Well, it's not. It's not. It's not kind. Of, it's kind of not a. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not a horror to me. It's. Oh. It's. It's not. It's not scary. It's got. It's tense. It's got tension. But I don't think. I don't think I can actually put it on the list. Ali. So disappointing. Disappointing. It's very we've, disappointing. We've, we've got two yeses and two noes, and it's oh, come round to me. Oh, Mr. Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm gonna kill ET this week. <laughs> Ouch! I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ouch! Yeah! Ouch! So. <laughs> Ow! Um, yeah. Ow. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't find Ow. it. Sp- I, I mean, it's a lovely film. It is a lovely film, but. It was. It wasn't in Spielberg's top five, as we established last last show. Um, and for me, it's it is a great film. It's a lovely film, but I don't. I don't, I don't think it counts as a spooky enough film. Um, I, I mean, it is about an alien coming to this planet, so that in itself is a little bit spooky. But um, I feel. Yeah. I feel like it has. And there's loads of the them as well. When more. the ship opens, um, there's not just one of them. There's like loads yeah. of them in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm afraid. I'm afraid this week it's uh, it's not Matt. It's me that's killing ET. <laughs> um, so ET has not made the list. Um, so we're still at oh, two. Dear. Oh, Amelia, dear. have you got have you got number three? Finger, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. So I'm gonna go with another childhood classic. Uh, I'm gonna go with Casper the Friendly Ghost. Now I did because this is from my childhood. I did think maybe the you know the effects have not aged well, but I can confirm that it's still it's still fine. It they're still all good. Um, so Casper uh, was actually the first feature film to have a fully CGI character in the lead role. So it was quite. Um, sort of forward thinking at the time but there's also as well lots of amazing cameos so you've got Dan Aykroyd at the start because he runs out as a ghostbuster saying yeah. we can't deal with this problem basically um, and also there's cameos from Mel Gibson um, and of course you've got Eric Idle in it as well and it's a fantastic family film there's actually a couple of swear words in there which I didn't realize um, so if you do have children and they're a little bit sensitive to the B word maybe wait a couple of years um but uh yeah it's just it's such a good uh film and christina ritchie is of course amazing and i feel like i may have stolen this from dan so apologies dan but i really do think (laughs) it's a great family film that should be in the top five nice well dan are you gonna say yes that's the second of, of of my um of my Richie trio. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, definitely for me. Uh, it's yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, this as Amelia said, the CGI like holds up really, really well. Um, I only watched it recently to 
to remind myself and um yeah it was uh it looks really good and um it was what as everyone said like their their first films at the cinema i don't know if it was my first but it's one of the early earliest cinema memories and uh i think i actually cried at the at the scene where he explains how he died because i think the film invented that as well i don't yeah. think they had like an origin story for for casper and um because no, it was it's based on um uh, I thought it was based on comic strips, like um, like the Adams Family was, but um, actually I think it w- it started out as like little cartoon shorts, like Looney Tunes styley stuff um, from mm. from back in the day. And yeah. um, apparently the guy who invented Casper, uh, it was like it was two guys. One of them was at, um, uh, off at war, and the other guy sold the rights to the to the animation company for like one hundred and seventy dollars or something, and that was all they saw of the rights to that yeah. to that character, um, which is just mental if you think about it but um yeah yeah it's definitely got to go on the list it's it's probably the the like the family friendly halloween film so it's got to go on the list john um yeah this is the uh, haunted house film that didn't get anywhere near uh, our list, list unfortunately yeah. um that said um as a it, it is so, it's actually a really really grown up complex mm. film um, it's dealing with the idea of um, life after death and uh, reincarnation, and um, it I, actually, if you if you sat and talk, talk, being able to talk to dead people and grief and all these deep-seated, deep-rooted adult themes, and yet they managed to make it into a knockabout comedy with uh, Eric Idle and I can't remember the lady's name. Um, it's it's really it's really it's really funny too it's really well written it's very snappy on the dialogue um it's bill pullman actually plays his uh nice nice guy character nice dad character really well really nicely um and um the three the the three uncles are really really nasty mm. <laughs> yeah they're really re- they they really just let them be be horrible pieces of work and they it, it, all, all to the benefit um yeah uh, um yes this is this is one this, just add to what sorry yeah. sorry this is one where my sorry mate just add what you're saying about it being um like really uh, heartfelt if you think of all the other kind of films that are based on cartoons how they end up turning out it's just like garfield and cat in the hat and films like that they just feel like really yeah just throwaway films and yet casper based on a, a cartoon where every every episode is basically the same he scares people then teaches teaches people maybe not to judge and he's not actually scary on repeat every episode and they yeah. made that out of it <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, weirdly, my um, my eld- my eldest daughter ha- has seen has seen this, and actually, she's going to kill me when she grows up. Fanc- fancies the human Casper. Um, she's that. She's that. She's, she she may not be old enough to understand it, but she she's old enough to know that she's got feelings for uh, the flesh and blood. Flesh I mean, blood to be Casper. fair, like Casper was crushing on Cat for the whole show, so you know, I think it was all about teenage crushes, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it, um, but yeah, it's it, it's really cool. Christina Ritchie showed that she wasn't just a uh, one note goth chick. She 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 plays she plays the dark she plays the uh, dark as well. But it, it it it's 
she's kind of like the foil, the foil and it, it works. It's a, it's a lovely mm. film. It really is. Yeah, on the I I think it goes on the list. Uh, um, it, uh, it was in my grouping of like down just below my top five um, when I made this list. But I I quite have, I, I introduced this to my girls. Um, they really enjoyed it. And that 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 human version of Casper is Devon Sawa, who later went on to be famous for um, Final Destination. Final Destination. Yeah, Final Destination. Yes. Devon Sawa is young young boy yeah. Casper. Um, so yeah, he's 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 also in a film called Idle Hands. I was about to say which, Idle Hands um, is, which... will not go anywhere near. <laughs> no, no, with, Jesse, with Jessica Alba. Um, yeah, interesting movie, Idle Hands. Um, yes, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm quite happy with Casper to go on the list. Ali, I wouldn't love. Do you nah. like the Friendly Ghost? I think it's boring. I don't like Casper. Ah. <laughs> uh... I don't like. What? I don't know. Just as a kid, it was produced by Steven Spielberg, Ali. Yeah, but Spielberg already did the best film ever made, so everything else was average afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think as a character, I just didn't find okay. him. He, was, he wasn't fun enough. He wasn't, I don't know. He was, he was a bit kind of like telling you what's right and wrong always, weren't he? A bit, little bit. Kind of a bit of a know-it-all kind of. No, no, he, he, was, he was just... He... He was just—he was the nice guy yeah, character. Too, was he was the too, friendly ghost. Too nice and too friendly. <laughs> Which is wicked. Would <laughs> a bit more edge when it's been rude occasionally. I never—I never found Casper fun. I just didn't find him a fun character. So I would—it was—it okay. wasn't on my list. Okay. It wasn't on my list. Fair enough. It's what you like, isn't it? I'll do okay. it. We've got three. <laughs> Dan, we're all the way back oh, round to you. Can you give us a fourth one? All right. Okay. So to round off the uh, the Richie trilogy, um, this one's going to be a real punt um, in the family friendly stakes. As I've rewatched it recently, and maybe it's a little bit near the near the knuckle. But um, all right, I'm going to go with it anyway. Uh, Tim Burton um, had to have a Tim Burton film on the list. Uh, it might not be the one you were expecting. Um, it's got Johnny Depp in it. Uh, Christina Ricci. Uh, in the 1700s, I think um, it's Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, and uh, it's it's definitely one that I watched growing up, um, and was maybe a bit young for it. I don't know, uh, but I, I always found it to be like it was like that right side of of horror. Um, you never really fully see what's going on, and uh, you know some of the, a lot of the scares are insinuated, but then I, I do think actually. It, on a rewatch there are some bits that um that are actually quite gory um but i, I don't know I, I, I still don't think it's like all out and out terror so i think i'm gonna try and stick it on the list okay um john sleepy hollow oh well it's not sweeney todd um <laughs> uh, <laughs> um i yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about this one, so I haven't I haven't actually thought about this one. But yeah, um, I definitely towards the upper end of the family friendly. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that it's not a bad choice because it's definitely it's definitely Johnny Depp kind of brings the humour out in it. Christopher Walken is nasty in it. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. I'll get. I'd. 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 I'd give that a punt. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch that on Halloween with my kids. Maybe <laughs> in a couple of years. But yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I think I'm more. I remember going and seeing this movie at the cinema, um, and I remember sneaking into it because I feel like I was 13 or 14 and it was definitely rated 15 in the UK um, and it is a good film um, but for me it's just it what it is it's too much on that gore that gore side it it definitely I mean it's about a headless horseman um, and yeah my eight-year-old would be really scared um, <laughs> um, so for me it's it uh, all that and uh, to be fair, um, th- th- there are, there is another Tim Burton movie with Johnny Depp that I feel falls a lot closer into um, into this list than um, than that one for me. Um, so yeah, as a ha- as a Halloween movie with some scares in it, um, so it's a no from me. Um, Ali, sleepy hollow. Yeah, it's a no from me as well. <laughs> I've only seen it once. It's another yeah. film, which is, but I never thought about it as well. I didn't consider it, even though yeah, it's a good shout out. But it's not yeah. a. There's other films I would prefer to be on the list, and I've only seen it once. Um, so I feel it's another unfair judgment me saying no. But yeah, should definitely watch it again though. No, yeah, right. I'll definitely that's watch right. it again. And it's, it's, a, a, it's a good watch. A good it's not a bad film. This, um, podcast, you guys do, because I've watched films which you guys have mentioned, which I haven't seen before. And you, Paul, were saying, well, that's kind of a point of a show to make you watch films. And I did that with a Tom Cruise one, because I'm not a Tom Cruise fan, and I watched Collateral. I was like, wow, that's an amazing film. Uh, um, our number one Tom Cruise film. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll give it another. I'll give it another watch. Mr. Dan, I'll watch it. What, 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 it's a no from watch, me. Watching uh, it over Halloween. So, Amelia, um, Sleepy yeah, Hollow, yeah. you're the deciding vote. I've never uh, I've never seen it, so I'm going to have to say no, but apparently no. Johnny Depp took uh. home one of the torture devices that were featured in the film. He fell in love with them and apparently <laughs> took it home. Okay. So that's the only <laughs> thing that I can contribute, but sadly I've never seen it, so I can't say yes. Okay, okay. It seems like really impractical surgical tools that seem to be like one too many parts. Yeah. Built them himself. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, it was from the courtroom scene with Christopher Lee when he can be seen strapped, a man can be seen strapped into a device that prevents him from fleeing. And apparently, he fell in love with the contraption and was allowed to take it home with him after filming. Okay. A bit, bit worrying what he wanted to do yeah. with one of them. Right. <laughs> That's a spooky fact today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, unfortunately, Dan. Go on, John. <laughs> now, just, I, I, the more sorry, just just quickly, the more family, the more fa- friend, fa- bleh, the more family-friendly version of this would be um, Disney's yep. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which is actually. Um, it's uh, two sto- two stories put together. One being Kenneth Williams' Wind in the Willows with Mr. Toad, and the other one being mm-hmm. um, uh, Washington Irving's um, Headless Horseman. Yeah. Um, and it 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 only runs. I think it's thirty five minutes, if that. Um, and I remember watching that for our Disney podcast because I was trying to catch all those little ones in between. I do like a bit of and, dark uh, Disney. Uh, yeah, it's that definitely was, uh, worth quite... it. Seeing as it's so short as well. I mean, I, I didn't, I, I didn't like the Mister yeah. Toad bit, but um, yeah, definitely, definitely like the Headless Horseman bit. Yeah. 
but it's it's definitely that's yeah. definitely got a scare in it as well that that's that it's not it's not fam it's not it definitely plays with the emotions well unfortunately dan uh sleepy hollow hasn't made it i did i did i did, did so... expect that result unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> um there's one more one with Christina Ritchie that might get mentioned at some point in media and uh, insinuated. Um, so, um, John, John, what have you got for us as your second choice? Oh, is it, it me is. again? Um, I'm, I'm going to go for, well, I'm, I'm just going to say Three Sisters. <laughs> Anybody? Hocus Pocus. Hey, hey. Perfect. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. The, the trio of Sarah Jess Jessica Parker, uh, Kathy and the Jimmy, and um, Bette Midler just hamming it up to the max as the Sanderson sisters in a, which, in a film where they're basically trying to steal the souls of children so they, so they can stay young forever. With um, being chased, being chased, and those kids suddenly realizing that they shouldn't be messing with things in in haunted houses or the, otherwise they're going to wait they're going to wake up witches and they're going to come after you um the the idea is it oh is it bootstrap is it bootstrap billy sounds about right i can't right. remember yeah. the uh, the zom the zom the zombie who's forever following them around who's actually Doug Jones oh who yeah who has done everything from starship Saru in Star Trek Discovery, to Abe in uh, Abe Sapien in Hellboy. Uh, in fact, works a lot on. Um, he was in uh, Del Toro. Oscar-winning movie, The Shape of Water. Yes, he he's the fisherman, he but he's also the he's also in Pan's Labyrinth oh, as uh, yep. eye hand guy, things like that. He does all he he he's uh, he's a he's a, a guy who's just got very weird stature and is very happy exploiting that for interesting characters um it is uh when the when the parents are going to the halloween party the, the clueless parents of it it's brilliant and then they put this they put a spell on them in the in the dance right by singing at them and they end up partying till dawn and they're wondering what the heck's happened um yeah and uh, also a story about brother, brothers and sisters, uh, brothers taking care of sisters and things like that. I, I, re I really like this one. Um, it, it's, a fa it's a family favourite. In fact, I, th I actually think there's a, a screening going on in the next few days, which my wife may be going to. Nice, nice. So, I, I'll, I'm going to say yes to Hocus Pocus. I vividly remember I Put a Spell on You by Bette Midler. Um, that song... Yeah, uh, like I, this. I think this film came out when I was like about ten, and it, yeah, it hit me at the right age. I introduced it to my girls last Halloween. They watched it on Halloween last year. I felt like it was the perfect Disney movie to watch on Halloween for them. Um, so I don't think there's anything better for family-friendly Halloween. Um, so for me, yeah, Hocus Pocus has got to go on the list, and Hocus Pocus Two comes out this year. <laughs> On Disney Plus, there is a sequel with all three Literally. original Sanderson sisters wow. returning, coming out exclusively to Disney Plus this Halloween. Have have they got Omri Katz back? That's know. the question. I don't know. So, <laughs> but the Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and I 
can't even remember. It's Chloe. Uh, New Kathy Ka- Jimmy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I would have ruined her name. Um, so yes, um, who, who I just remember as the the lady from Sister Act. Um, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great film. So um, Ali, Hocus Pocus. No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I like uh, <laughs> Sister Act. I like Sister Act's wicked, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Is it fair to say it's a chick flick? Is it a chick flick? I don't know, but... Uh, no, just because there's a load of women no, in it doesn't make it a chick flick. <laughs> no. No, Ali, no. The, 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 virgin, the virgin in It's a Boy... Yeah. Um. <laughs> I always went with. Do you know when I was like looking at films for this um, for your show? It, it always comes up. It was up there at the top, like like loads of times. I remember looking at it, thinking, "Yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen it. I have seen it." But mm. I still think there's better. Even though E.T. didn't make it to the list, but Ghostbusters, like I've agreed with so far. Can't wait to see the rest I think of this it's list. The only one actually, Ghostbusters. <laughs> for me. <laughs> Uh, not for me. It's not my kind of film. It's not my kind of film, really. Amelia, what do you think of Hocus Pocus? So, again, I've only watched this as an adult, and I didn't really like it that much, so I'm going to say no. Um, But it turns out Leonardo DiCaprio was apparently offered more money than he could ever imagine to play Max, and he turned down the role. So, again, I feel like that's Uh a a loss. But, yeah, I'm going to say no, I'm afraid. Okay, so now we're rolling around to Dan with a deciding vote on Ooh, Hocus Pocus. Um, how many spots we got left? We have three left after this. Three, this would be left. number four if it made it on. Uh, I, I feel like it does. Des- it, it's, yeah, it does deserve to go on the list. So yes, yeah, yeah. It's it it, it, it hits all the right Halloween notes. Um, I mean, it's set at Halloween. Um, you know, it's got got three spooky witches in it. Um, yeah. You, you, it's, it's family friendly. It's one that you can watch with the kids. Um, it's got child death. It's got <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, all, all the important themes. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's got to go on the list. Yeah, excellent. So Hocus Pocus has made the list. So Ali, we have the Adams Family, Ghostbusters, yep. Casper the Friendly Ghost, and Hocus Pocus. So can you give me a fifth film? to make the list well I guess I guess it's got to be a strong one ain't it it's got to be a strong contender in this one because if I go for one which is a little bit further down my list it's not going to make it is it but I did want it can I mention a film I wanted Depends to it's spooky on it it is spooky and it's very it's like a proper it's a proper kids version of Sleepy Hollow because it's got a headless knight in it it okay. is Keenan and Kel Two heads are better than one. It is a wicked film. It is literally like the headless night. They go to this creepy haunted house. And it is proper funny. It's got like jokes in it. It's scary. Like, have you seen it? Like when they're sitting on the table. How have I not seen this film? Is I mean, love Kim and Kel. And like he's eating soup and all the soup's like squirting out of his neck. So his head's not on properly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Keenan and Kel I would have mentioned but I don't think any of you guys are going to want that on the list so I'm going to go for Gremlins I'm going to shock you I'm going to shock you I'm going to shock you Ali yeah. I haven't seen it 
And wow, yeah. And when John hasn't seen it, have you seen it bad? It's your massive killing and That's what I mean. I, feel like I, I, I thought I would have seen it, but I've not seen Amelia? it. So I don't think he's got much of a chance, mate. Who likes orange soda? No one's seen Do you it. know what? I loved Keenan and Cat. Kale loves orange soda. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to say yes because Keenan and Kale was like part of my childhood. I mean, yeah. I can't find any useful facts because I didn't know this film existed up until two seconds ago. But I'm going to say yes because I love Keenan and Kale. Thank you, Ali. <laughs> I, I'm fairly what? certain because everybody else said no. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, so I'm not, Ali, I'm not going give, with give that. Us, give us I'm your genuine. So I'm going to go with Gremlins. Ah. Yeah. Gremlins is a wicked film. Gremlins. Uh, nice. It's a scary film, and it's not crazy scary, is it? It's not, like, gruesome, but the actual characters are pretty, like, freaky. Um, and even Gizmo is a, an amazing character. I remember watching it, and it's a film I would still, I still enjoy to watch. And even the sequel was decent as well. You know, was it the new batch? I like the new batch. Yeah, it's a great the film. Yeah. Yeah, Especially like the, 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 yeah. the, the cinema. What? See, see, see yeah, yeah, that that, that uh, was that was played for all out comedy. So that yeah. that's yeah. They, they didn't they didn't really care. Yeah. And that's really that and it's really it's really refreshing. I like I like the second one. Yeah, it's a it's a great sequel. Sorry. And I think the first one has got all the elements to qualify to be a contender. It's a great film, amazing characters. Uh, like a proper enjoyable film. I haven't actually introduced my girls to it. I don't know what they would think. If it, it is kind of scary, ain't it, the characters? But it's not gruesome scary, you know? There's, there's no like, crazy blood in it or anything yeah. too mental no. in it. Um, and I'm not going to go yeah. on about, so I don't know <laughs> like, loads of facts about the film, but I love it as a, as a film, I really enjoy it. It's, it's a great film. Okay. So I'm putting Gremlins for Amelia. Gremlins. So yes. so here's my thing. Is it a Halloween film or is it a Christmas film? Because Paul and I have had discussions about what's Christmas films and what are not Christmas films. Is yeah. Gremlins a Christmas film? I, I, I mean, I think for Gremlins Halloween. can class as a Christmas film. I, if someone... Well, I, I, I'm happy to listen to that argument that it is a Christmas movie. But... I think it is also spooky enough to fall into our category today of spooky vibes. So for me, okay. it falls into this category. And when we do our Christmas films episode, I quite happily listen to that argument as well. So. Okay, that's all right. Just because we've had arguments before about what is a Christmas film, what is not a Christmas <laughs> yeah. film, which can be saved till the Christmas and, well, edition. That stuff gets heated, yeah. But um, okay, so if we're so if we're saying it is a halloween film then i am going to say yes i mean the gremlins their their whole little personalities are just amazing and the fact that they all went to watch a disney film at the cinema was was <laughs> awesome um, i mean it is it is quite bloody in places when you talk about like the blender and oh, yeah, the blender. you know yeah. the mum having yeah. to attack okay, yeah. them. So I think, so I think maybe Ali just leave it maybe a couple more years because there's some yeah. things that the mum does in the kitchen to the gremlins that yeah. I don't <laughs> think maybe little kids <laughs> need to see. So I'd say yes. <laughs> well, that's two, Dan. Gremlins. I mean, I used to want a gizmo, uh, a little mogwai when I was a kid. So uh, yeah, yeah, gremlins. I mean, I. I Again, I was like, it was kind of hovering on my list because again, like, is it a Halloween film? Is it a Christmas film? Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's probably like, if not the first, one of the first kid-friendly um, creature merchandising 
kind of uh, kind of films. You know, um, the monsters in it are actually the, the film is actually suitable for kids as opposed to marketing Terminator toys at, at children and things like that. So, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, I think it's it's, it's valid. I think it's on the list. Excellent. Well, it's made the list, so that's three votes. John, would you say yes to Gremlins? Um, yes, I would. Um, I think, yeah, it, it, it's, it's. I think it's the right side of scary. Um, you don't see there's, you see humans get hurt, but you don't see them die. There's not, you, um, you don't, see, you don't see blood splatter and things like that. You, you see, you see Gremlins exploding. Um, in various kitchen appliances, and you see them melting um, in, ver in various light sources. Um, but the bar, the bar scene after the cinema and things, <laughs> uh, it, it is wonderful. And Phoebe Cates's story about her father leaving her is just heartbreaking. <laughs> um, yeah. Joe, da Joe Dante, Joe Dante is very, very much a '50s film guy as well. Um, I think the handyman guy in it is was big in the fifties in B movies, and also when the dad goes to the um, inventions uh, thing out of town, you can see Robbie the robot and things like that from old fifties B movies. Um, it's brilliant. I love it. So yes, uh, I would have said yes as well. Uh, I think Gremlins is great. For all of the reasons we've just said, um, I haven't introduced it to my girls yet. I think it, I think it is one of those ones that's on the cusp of. Uh, it definitely has yeah. its scary moments, but it's it is family friendly, and I think it's going to be. It'll be a Halloween or a Christmas film in my house. I think this year. So um, yeah, yeah. So I'm very happy with Grim to go on there, and uh, I do this. I do this quite yeah. often actually. I skip myself <laughs> on the nominations, oh. which I've done, I, I do. I do this. I mean, there's, it's, it's got to happen once on once on an episode. So, um, so we have five films already. Um, so I'm gonna try with the sixth. Um, and I had a few, a couple of options on here. I've got a few films like milling around, um, but I'm gonna go for a film that I remember watching and really enjoying as a child, and genuinely scared me now they have recently remade this movie um to not quite as good effect in my opinion and like the adams family it also stars angelica houston uh -huh. and it's written by one of the greatest child authors ever i'm gonna nominate the witches the yeah, angelica houston kill. movie the witches um about a group that, that this little boy who has to unseat the grand high witch um and all these witches are at a convention in the same place and they get turned into mice and i just have so many fond memories of this movie as a kid but the moment that they reveal themselves their witches and especially angelic houston's that nose on her is just i, I was just <laughs> so scared as a child <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, like this is a kids movie it's it's a book by Raul Dahl it's for children and oh my god she yeah um so yeah uh, my, my girls have watched this movie and 
told me that it was too scary. <laughs> um, but they have watched. But it's incredible. It. Um, it's incredibly so, yeah. bleak as well. Yeah, it is. Uh, but for me, I think it definitely falls under this category of spooky vibes. And I think The Witches, not the remake. The remake was okay, but it's not the classic that was with Angelica Houston. So, Ali, The Witches? I think it's on my list. I think it's a wicked film. Uh, we are talking about the original with um, Rowan Atkinson in it anyway. I mean, that scene, we are, you know yeah. the scene where yeah. he's in the kitchen and he's going to kiss the woman? And he gets really close and she's got like a massive hairy neck and he's like, <laughs> I, mean, it's, I think, yeah, it's a great film. It's a, it was definitely on my list and I loved watching it as a kid as well. Um, I think the characters are wicked. I just love the whole thing. Do you know, like how they're hidden, they go into that massive meeting room and they've got to quickly put yeah. their disguised wigs back on and... Yeah, because they're all bald as well, ain't they? Yeah, they're all, yeah, pretty much bald, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> but I think, yeah, it's a great film. And I agree with you with two things, this film and uh, Roald Dahl as a, probably the best kids uh, yeah. author. Yeah. Excellent. I, I think it should be on the list as well. Yeah. Amelia, do you like The Witches? So I read the book because I love, I read everything by Roald Dahl when I was younger and um, I absolutely ha hated the book and I never watched the film and I've seen clips of it and it freaked me out as a child so I've never watched it. So I'm going to say no, but interestingly the book and the film have different endings so maybe I should have watched the film uh, because the book does not, it does not end well. So I think that's what put me off. Yeah. So this, I'm sorry, it's I a think no. the remake, the remake takes the book ending, I believe. Yeah, I did um, not like the yeah, book I, ending, I, I, and that's why I was like, I'm not watching the film. <laughs> not, not wasting my okay. time on that. <laughs> Dad, I haven't seen oh, a great this film piece. in years. It might even be decades. <laughs> um, but that's partially because of how bloody freaky it is like i still hold um <laughs> like this bits like it's currently quite fashionable for um for women to have really long fingernails again right and i still think i've got a bit of a like uh, like a weird thing about long fingernails because of the fingernails in the film like it, yeah like i don't know what like I, yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm having I'm, I'm having all these like almost like throwback things with with pe seeing people around at the moment but yeah anyway i yeah i think it um i think it's worthy of being on the list it's definitely a, a scary film nice one it's made the list john would have you said yes to the witches i yeah yes i would have um but like i say that that beginning nice is really really bleak where about the kid in the picture and things like that so I mean, it's, it really buys into its dark darkness um, it's a Nicholas Rogue film. It's um, from the guy who did Don't Look Now with Donald Sutherland and the and the girl in the red coat running around Venice, and uh, the man and the man who f who uh, fell to earth. It's um, yeah, yeah. We've got six now, so that's six movies. Um, I'm, the, my last little fact about the witches: I, when I was eighteen years old, you think like you know. I, I liked my 
rock and metal music and I went on holiday to Newquay <laughs> with 24 people <laughs> and uh, we stayed in a board like shack um, that was built for people who were surfing and all sorts of stuff like that. I think I managed to convince 15 people to come down to the hotel at the end of the road and come for a very posh meal uh, when I was 18 years old um, because I <laughs> wanted to go and eat in the hotel that The Witches was filmed in. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> I can't quite believe that I managed to do that. Aww. But I was just like, it's the hotel where The Witches was filmed. Um, so yeah, so I went there at 18 years old and had a meal um, probably not dressed appropriately for being in that hotel. Um, but I could see it from where I was staying. So I was like, we've got to go. Yeah. We've got to go. Um, did so, you have yeah, a suit? That, that, that was my witch's back. Did you have a suit, Mr. Um, that Paul? I, that I took with me. Um, uh, no, I don't think I did, mate. I was <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have six films amelia can you can you round the list out can you give us the seventh film on spooky well Bands? the problem is i've got a slightly controversial choice and i've got a safer choice and i'm not sure which one to go to i feel like okay, okay i'm gonna go the safe choice because i don't I, I'm, I don't think the the slightly scarier one we'll get through uh so i well, am gonna uh, as i mentioned why earlier you, okay. why don't you mention why don't you mention it okay but i've got a good point to argue with this so it's the okay. it was jaws <laughs> but but but, oh, but let okay. me just so when it was initially released it was actually a pg film so it comes under the um yeah. the pg family friendly now clearly i think we ought to mention it is not safe for little kids i know a lot of adults who will not go in the water because of that um and also i think possibly the scariest moment for me in that film is the fact that when that boat the head appears out the hole in the boat i watched it when i was working with you guys in my break on the sofa and that made me jump like everything else i was fine with the bloods you know the people getting disemboweled that was fine but the freaky head out of the boat no no i did not like that so um yeah i'm gonna put that to one to one side um but the one i would really like um is adam's family values which is the second adam's family film and arguably i would say the better one sorry dan um and that is because i think i just watched that more as a kid um you've got joan cusack as the murderer debbie um obviously you've got christina ritchie uh, Christopher Lloyd is Uncle Fester and he actually makes a Back to the Future reference which why you would not enjoy that so when he says at the end dementia what a beautiful name he's actually referring to when the doc in Back to the Future 3 meets his love interest Clara and he says Clara what a beautiful name um, and for techie people I think we also need to talk about Morticia's lighting so you notice in both films a beam of light falls on her face it's a parody of an old and popular cinema technique um, and that was usually to illuminate a character's face in a moment of intense feeling and Morticia is supposed to feel intense all the time so that's why she has special lighting and apparently it was one of the most difficult effects in the film so um, there's many reasons but I think Adam's family values should be in there as well um, as the, the first um, part. Okay, Dan, do you like Adam's Family Values? I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a great film. It's a brilliant sequel. Um, I thought it was less um, fitting just because the, the first one obviously introduces us to the family um, 
and this one is kind of set more around Thanksgiving and is on camp and stuff as opposed to being set in the spooky house. Um, so I think as much as I love Adam's family and generally I w if, if, if we had infinite spots on the list, I would say yes. I'm going to say no just because I think there potentially are other films that could take that final spot um, as opposed to having two Adam's family films on the list. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm going to say no. Okay. John? Sorry, Emilio. Values? Um, dead to me now, Dan. Dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I, 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 I love Camp Chippewa. <laughs> I love put a piece of McNichols, uh, camp, camping mm. it up um, with, uh, is it Jane? Oh, what's her name? Anyway. Um, yeah. From Mamma Mia. Yes. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember her name, but she she's amazing as she is. Um, they're brilliant. Um, the whole the the whole love affair of Wednesday and um, her fr her fr her friend with all the allergies. Um, and Debbie is the most evil conniving bitch ever. Um, poor Festa. Uh, I, I, in fact, in fact, I think Gomez says it, says it, says it. It's a case of you've you've turned him into a gibbering wreck, gibbering wreck. How I oh no, it's Morticia. You've turned him into a gibbering wreck. How I envy you. Um, it's uh, yeah, they get kicked. They get kicked out of the house. In fact, um, mm. and that that lighting f effect is actually something that Barry Sonnenfeld actually turned around to his lighting guy and said. I don't care. I don't care if it's not practical. I don't care if it's if if that scene would not do that. You are always going to do that to Morticia Adams. So apparently that was yeah. that was right up front. That was that was part of the character. That's design. one of the brilliant things about it. There's lots of things that don't um, don't necessarily make sense, but they just they're, they're consistent and they're it's yeah. It's one of those jokes that it's not really a joke, but yeah, one of the character designs that is just there throughout. I think it's brilliant. The, the little yeah. subtle things. Now. Definitely, I'm, definitely. I'm now going to say, I'm not going to put it on the list. <laughs> ah, John, I how could you? How no, could no, you? <laughs> actually, actually, for much the same reason. It's also it's a film with a time span over months, as opposed to a, a couple of week periods. It's, um, but I just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get quite the creepy vibes as I do from the first one um, it, go, it goes more for the serial serial killer pastel and it just doesn't quite work for me okay. I mean pastel colours are quite scary John so maybe you know well, you've seen it's Debbie. not quite Halloween but <laughs> I mean yeah the, de the decor and I, there was a I can't remember what the thing but Morticia was like you know fine to enslave Fester but you know why have you got all the chintz and yes yeah, that was uh, things things like that and you don't usually see Joan Cusack in that kind of role because a lot of things that I associate her with like kooky characters and sort of school of rock and for her to be a very powerful blonde serial killer was just totally different from what I, I'd seen her in anything else yeah, gross point blank um, yes yes <laughs> <laughs> another call back to another podcast yes um... yeah uh, I, I love Adam's Family Values as well, and I, I don't know whether I like this one. I, I think they're both on a par with each other. I think Joan Cusack does; uh, she, she's brilliant in the movie. Um, it's Christine Baranski is Thank the lady you. that you were thinking of, um, yeah. and I even remember 
because I'm a very big Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, TV fan, um, Mercedes McNabb being one of the um, other children that yes. teased Wednesday. Um, blonde, yes. So Aww. she was she was in Buffy um, uh, as Harmony. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, with all that being said, I also am going to say no, probably because oh. I feel I feel like it's got to be one or the other. Um, and the first one introduced us to the family. Um, so yeah, for me, it, although I do really love Values, um, I think it's it's a, an equal film, and I think you could you could quite easily watch them both. Um, and my girls have watched them both um, and enjoy both. But yeah, I think uh, I think I think one 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 Adam's family um, on the list. So unfortunately, Amelia, it hasn't made the list. Ali, do you like the uh... number two? Um, I haven't actually. I haven't seen. Well, there you go. Uh, I haven't seen. Oh it. no, Ali! Number two is no. good, Ali. Yeah. I know. yeah, yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I've never okay. watched it. I've never watched it. Um, oh, you should. It's good. Good fun. So we're still at. Will, we're still at six. Yeah. We're going to try and get one more. Dan. It's back around to me again, isn't yeah. it? Do you have the last one to round out this list? Ah, oh, see. Well, um, Sleepy Hollow got knocked off. Um, now I feel like Tim Burton definitely needs a film on this list, um, and there are two contenders for me. Uh, now there's an obvious one, um, based with with uh, characters who literally live in a Halloween town, but I actually don't feel like that is a Halloween film exclusively. I, I feel like that's got a lot more going no. for it as a Christmas film. So I'm going to go with Edward Scissorhands. Mm. And uh, I think that if 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 um, Johnny Depp can't get on uh, with Sleepy Hollow, then he can get on as Edward. Um, and nice. uh, again, it's 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 a it's heartwarming. I don't know that it's it's necessarily very scary. In fact, it took me a long time to see it um, uh, because I was I thought as a kid I thought it was going to scare me because of a character with blades for fingers. You know, I thought it was going to be a really scary film. Um, and actually, he's a really sweet character. And uh, um, it's got it's got enough of the spooky vibes about it um, that it's that it's fitting for a Halloween film as as do all of Tim Burton's films. But um, uh, I, I think yeah, I think it deserves to be on the list. John, Edward hands. I think he's got one better. I saw you gesturing, um, John. I saw you like one, hoping that I was going to say something else. I'm, I'm intrigued to yeah, know what it, what that you, film is. But. You were, you, you, um, yes, um, there are there are huge gothic tropes and walk and um, the Avon lady Diane Weiss walking into uh, the house and finding him and things like that. But I don't find this a scary film. I find this it's a love story. It 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 um it's a it's a fa it's a family story. I just don't find this scare. I, I don't find this a, a scary Halloween type story. Um, so no, I have a Tim Burton one up my sleeve, which <laughs> we might get to, if somebody doesn't say first. And it doesn't have Christmas. Um, okay, yeah. Well, I ha I had a Tim Burton one up my sleeve as well. That wasn't this one. But I, I think that Tim Burton one falls too much on the side of scary, yeah. um, and, and that one. So, uh, although I think it's potentially a better Tim Burton film, um, and 
Michael Keaton and Gene Davis uh, are, are, and Alec Baldwin are all excellent, John. Catherine O'Hara. Um, I prob- Je- Jeffrey Jones. Yes, Winona uh, Ryder. Winona Ryder. Yeah, um, it is a brilliant film, John. Um, but for me, it would fall just mm. that too much of a side of uh, scary. Mm. So for me, I think Edward Scissorhands falls into this category pretty much perfectly as the Tim Burton um, nomination. Um, I think, yeah, it's it's spooky enough, but also family friendly enough. Um, it is a love story between between Winona Ryder and Johnny Depp. Um, yeah, so for me, I'm going to say yes, Dan. Um, Ali, Edwards' hands. I would say 100% yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is my favourite. Edwards' is a hands. It's my favourite Tim Burton film. Um, and I think it's just an awesome film. Um, I, I love the character. Hmm? I saw this in a cinema with my friend um, at school at the time. I loved it. What was it rated? I can't remember, but I think it's a great film. I think it was I only PG. PG, and yeah. I, I, and I yeah. actually went, I actually yeah, went PG, on a date yeah. to see this one. Did you? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a romantic film. Just don't hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have scissors? <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't stand yeah. on the water, bed. Uh, yeah, it's a great film. <laughs> <laughs> so it has three votes. It it's makes, made the list. We have seven it films. Amelia, would have you said yes to Edward Scissorhands? Oh yeah, of course. It's a it's a fantastic film, um, and Johnny Depp had to spend four months spending two hours in makeup, forty five minutes being sewn into his costume, and an hour with the hairdresser every day. So that is dedication for you, um, definitely. And my sister's a hairdresser, so I would be in a lot of trouble if I said no. <laughs> okay. Well, Edward Scissorhands has rounded out our top seven. We have a top seven. For spooky vibe films, we have The Addams Family, we have Ghostbusters, we have Casper, we have Hocus Pocus, Gremlins, The Witches, and Edward Scissorhands. Now, I'm going to go around uh, very quickly, just uh, naming the film title, we'll see if we have any commonality in our uh, honourable mentions to see if anything else can dive into our mythical eighth spot so, um, seeing as Dan nominated that one, John, what? Give me two or three honourable mentions uh, if you've got any. I'll give you Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Weir Rabbit. Um, yeah, uh, Beetlejuice is the one we've been alluding to and dancing around, but obviously not. Um, and I would, I would pretty much going to go with those. So, okay. Um, Ali, have you got anything else left on your list that you would have liked had, to have mentioned? I had Beetlejuice as well. I had Teen Wolf. Um, mm. And of course, Keenan and Kel. Two heads are better than none. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I vote for that one. <laughs> oh, and um, Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors Little sh- as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. With um, uh, Rick Moranis again. Um, yeah, an awesome actor, ain't he? Uh, feature, uh, featured, yeah. featured on the musicals episode heavily. Uh, it's, a, it's a great film. Um, yeah. Amelia, anything that you would have liked to have mentioned? Yeah, so uh, obviously... I'm uh, the big shark. I, yeah, 
I mean, I still think Jaws uh, would be a good role. Um, so as like John, I would say Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. But also I think a really sweet modern family film is Hotel Transylvania. Mm. I think it's such a, like, you've got Adam Sandler, you've got Andy Samberg, you know, it's fantastic. And there's, a, the, I think the fourth and last installment is coming out of the sort of franchise is coming out soon. So again, it's very topical and it's very funny and it's just so sweet. It's a lovely thing to watch with your kids. Dan, did you have so, anything uh, left? A couple have already been mentioned. Be- Beetlejuice, uh, I stupidly had forgotten, um, which I, I might have said yes to, although I, it's, it's not one I'm as familiar with as Edward Scissorhands, which is why I went with it. Um, and actually, even though, you, Paul, you were saying that it you might be a bit too scary, I think it is, I think it might actually be rated a PG or, or maybe a 12 or something, so might have just fit into the category, but... Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a bit messed it, up. It's been, it's been, yeah, it's been down, it's been downrated uh, since it came out. That's so. another one. Again, talking like with, with the yeah. stuff being marketed at kids like Gremlins. Um, I, I feel like I grew up watching a Beetlejuice cartoon. Um, yeah. So it's yep, another one of those ones that like you yeah. see, yeah. you'd see it as a kid and you'd think, oh, I really want to watch the film. Oh no, I'm not allowed to because it's scary. But yeah, anyway, um, back to the point. Is yeah. uh, anything else on the list? I, I watched. Um, Haunted House with Eddie Murphy recently. Well, no, Haunted, Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Um, Mansion. Yeah, Mansion. and that that was that Haunted was pretty Mansion. good. Um, yeah. And uh, the Hotel Transylvania, I really enjoyed as well, which Amelia mentioned. So that that potentially is one mm. that were a contender um, for for people to watch if they're struggling for things to find to watch. Uh, I, I I had Beetlejuice in and around there. I was thinking about it, but as I said, I, I just think there are there are some really that when they. they, they they they're ghosts and you see that when they're in the waiting room there is a lot of freaky ass scary things for young kids and even when they're singing Deo near the end of the movie and those hands shoot out of those prawn cocktails yeah, it's awesome um <laughs> oh my god that scared me <laughs> it, it, yeah it's great but if you I, can't traumatize your was, kids um, on halloween yeah, when can it, you traumatize it, it, them definitely def- <laughs> yeah i know yeah <laughs> um so i'd kind of discounted beetlejuice for that and i've discounted this movie as well which I'm sure I watched far too young, but um, Tremors came into my head as a as a as a movie too. Um, uh, it's it's pretty spooky. There's there's big giant giant worms under the ground eating people, um, and <laughs> it's a great film with uh, with Kevin Bacon. Um, but the one that I actually think possibly would have been my next nomination is a Tom Hanks movie oh, um, yeah. called The Burbs. Um, where he his his neighbours that move in next door and he's convinced that they are murdering people, um, and goes pretty crazy trying to convince that fact. Um, I think is a brilliant turn from Tom Hanks, and I think if anybody's uh, looking for um, an early Tom Hanks classic um, around yeah. Halloween, I think you couldn't go far wrong with the Burbs as well. So um, that's one that I, that I probably would have put forward next. But we have our top seven, um, which is. The Addams Family, Ghostbusters, Casper, Hocus Pocus, Gremlins, The Witches, and Edward Scissorhands. Um, so now we've got to lose two of these films. Um, so, Dan, since we started with you, which is least deserving of uh, this list? Uh, it's got to be The Witches, unfortunately. It's the one I'm least familiar with. Okay. The Witches. Um, John? Um, I'm going to stick with my guns and say Edward Scissorhands. Um, Ali? Least deserving. Casper. 
for being the most boring ghost. Casper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new marketing campaign. <laughs> the, the new one for Casper, yeah. Um, Amelia? Um, I agree with Dan, that? the witches. Not on board with that. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, this is hard. Not often you I, get I, Paul I, saying this. Because... No, no. Because um, I'm going to say Edward Scissorhands as well. Which means, Ali, you have to choose because you're outlying vote between the witches and Edward Scissorhands uh, to be taken off of this list. They're both amazing films. And I'd rather see some other ones go. Um, so Edward Scissorhands and <laughs> yeah. the witches. You gotta make that tough choice. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna say the thing is, I think Edward Scissorhands okay. is a better film than The Witches. Yeah, but The Witches is a better, maybe suited yeah. to the topic. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna go with that, and I'm gonna vote Edward Scissorhands. Okay, Edward Scissorhands is a better. Edward Scissorhands has gone. Um, so I know Ali's pick of Casper. I've got. The witches from Dan and Amelia. So, John, what's least deserving of what's left? Okay, so we've got the Adams Family, Ghostbusters, Casper, Gremlins, Witches, and what's the last one? Your nomination of Hocus Pocus. Thank you, sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, cha no change there. Um... This is the bit I really struggle with. This Every time I listen to this, I'm like... <laughs> going through my head. Um, what's, what's left? What's left? Which one? I'm going to say the. I'm going to say. I'm going to say the witches. So the witches has three votes, which means it's gone. That's disappointing because I was going to pick Casper. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So the witches has gone, which means we have our top five. Spooky Vibes. We have The Addams Family. We have Ghostbusters. We have Casper. We have Hocus Pocus. And we have Gremlins. Um, Ali's already said Casper. So uh, we're going to rank these now from bottom to top. So number five pick. Ali's picked Casper. I've already said that I'm going for Casper. Um, so Dan, what's number five? Um, Gremlins. Gremlins, okay. John? Um, I'm going to say Casper as well. Okay. And Amelia, what would it be gone for? Well, I'm not going to put Casper. I'd go for Hocus Pocus. Okay. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So, um, Casper is our number five um, on this list. Um, I've already got two votes there. So, Casper is number five. Um, Amelia and Dan have voted. So, Ali... What's number four? Your options are Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Okay. Yeah, definitely Hocus Pocus. Okay. That was yeah. Dean. Uh, John? Um, I'm going to say Hocus Pocus as well. Okay. Um, I would have gone, honestly, for Gremlins. Um, but that means that Hocus Pocus is number four on this week's list. We have a top three to find. 
Um, me and Dan have now voted for Gremlins. So, of what's left, Ali? Adam's Family, Ghostbusters, yeah. and Gremlins. What comes at number three? Adam's Family. Okay. Amelia. Gremlins. Gremlins. And John. Gremlins. Okay, Gremlins is our number three. Um, <laughs> so we're now choosing between the Adams Family and Ghostbusters for our number one Spooky Vibes films. Um, Ali's already given me Adams Family uh, as his number two, so I'm guessing that Ghostbusters is Ali's number one. Yes, hundred percent. Okay, it's got it's definitely uh, the better it's definitely the better film of the two. Okay, um, Amelia, number oh, one. Is... is it Adam's Family or is it Ghostbusters? This is really hard because I really like both of them, but because <laughs> uh, but because I I wanted the second version, I'd say Adam's Family number one, Ghostbusters number two. But I'd be equally happy with either. Okay, so we got one vote each. Um, John, Adam's Family or Ghostbusters? My number one on this list is The Adam's Family. Okay. Um, I had Ghostbusters as my number one. So we have two votes each. And I've done this intentionally Dad? because Dan picked this topic. So, Dan, yeah, Dan, you get to pick what is our number one spooky vibe movie. Bad? Is it the Adams Family or is it Ghostbusters? <laughs> They're not called creepy, kooky, mysterious, and spooky for nothing. It's got to be the Adams Family. Number one. <laughs> nice one. Nice Aww. one. <laughs> <laughs> I love. You, I love both films. I, I love both films, but um, yeah, you can't get much spookier and fun than the Adams Family. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so running down our list, number five, Casper. Number four, Hocus Pocus. Number three, Gremlins. Number two, Who You Gonna Call? Those Ghostbusters. And number one, The Addams Family. Da -da -da -da. Run the sting! Wow, that was, that was a good list. That was a good list. Um, thank you everybody for joining us. Um, would anybody like to say anything to sign off and got anything to plug? Ali? I would say I'm most disappointed, first of all, but uh, <laughs> Killing of the Cow, <laughs> you can't even make it onto the list. You can't get excited and fused. I know, about Ali, I Kel. know. Of course you have. Killing the Cow's for orange soda. Yes. <laughs> um, no, wicked. I backed you all the way, Ali. Don't forget that. John. Thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, that is true. And I would have said Adam's Family too, even though I've never seen it, to get Casper out. But it didn't go that way. <laughs> but I, 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 I think Ghostbusters, it's, it's, got, it's, it's proper funny and it's got all the scares in it. For me, but I love Mr. Dan, so I can't hate him for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for having me, man. It was really good fun. Thanks. And also, if you want to watch 16 mate. Bits and Bobs, talking about old school retro games, then check out 16 Bits and Bobs. 
but also loving a five on film. Thank you very much. Excellent, mate. Thank you for joining us. And yes, definitely check Ali out. Um, Amelia, anything to say to Simon? Uh, no, I think it's been, considering that I don't tend to like watching Halloween films, this has been a great excuse to remember which films I do like. Um, I don't think I've got anything to plug, but obviously if you've enjoyed the uh, the podcast that you've been listening to today, then please like and subscribe um, and join in the conversation. Um, and thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Always welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, Dan, uh, thanks for picking our topic. Yeah, welcome. You're welcome. It's a, it's a fond favourite of mine. So um, I hope that, that there's plenty of stuff there for people to watch over the next month or so. Uh, and then a couple of little hints at things to watch uh, between Halloween and Christmas as well. Um, Indeed. In terms of uh, things to plug, I suppose, if it's what with the pandemic that we've had recently, I've not really been able to do much of it. Um, but uh, if you like heavy music, then I film live shows uh, on my YouTube, Nefarious Youth. If you want to check that out, then um, please do. Uh, otherwise, have a good Halloween. Indeed. And John. Um, yes, we are at Five on Film Podcast um, on all on all the social medias. We are at Five on Film Podcast at gmail .com. Um, If you like us, give us a rate. Uh, give us a message. We've had a couple um, on our Spielberg one. I seem to have stirred a hornet's nest on that one about the Goonies. Weirdly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but please, the the if you if you like us tell us if you don't like us tell us um don't get banned um we have um we are we have been doing this for a few months now we have, we have tom cruise we have james bond we have a special review on no time to die the last daniel craig that one's interesting um and um haunted house haunted house movies if you're wanting a little something more grown up in fact a lot more grown up than this but um seriously um the more you interact with us the more you interact with uh, itunes and spotify and things like that the more chance we have to do this again and uh and any suggestions um please any topics and you guys uh thank you very much for joining us today i'm hoping we're going to see you again soon Definitely, definitely. I will second that. Thank you very much for joining us. And yeah, um, as John said, chat to us, tell us what you'd like to hear, and uh, hopefully we can do it. We've got um, a viewer submission, hopefully coming down the pike soon. We're going to try and do some uh, World War II movies um, with a returning favourite guest. Um, and uh, we're going to try and break down Al Pacino down the pike um, with another special guest. And then we're going to roll Robert on into Niro. Christmas. So, um, <laughs> Ali, I've had a Robert conversation De with you. <laughs> De Niro versus Pacino. Oh, <laughs> it's got to be De Niro. I, I think, I think, uh, well, we, 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 we'll get our top five Pacino and then we'll get our top five De Niro and then uh, we'll have that battle, Ali. I think that's, yeah. a, I think that's a, a good one for down the line. So, um, thank you very much for joining us and thank you for watching and listening. Goodbye. All views expressed in this podcast are that of the individual and do not represent the views of any entity whatsoever which they have been or will be affiliated with in the future.